welcome to episode 164 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How you doing, Warren? At the beach house. I am the co-host from Canada. Um, I'm doing good. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a busy week at work, and uh, I'm off tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday, because of things. But So I got a nice five-day weekend coming up. So that's Nice. Great. Yeah. Well, this is a good way to top it off. So talking about Apple and iOS here, but uh, we're not alone here. We have our, a returning guest here, Mr. Holden Depardo. How are you doing, Holden? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, no, glad you'd be here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Brian Depardo, your pop, uh, was not under under the weather, so he couldn't make it. So hopefully, we'll be able to have him back next time. Uh, feel better, feel better, Brian. We we'll miss you here. Um, but uh, we got lots to talk about. Uh, I mean, we're just kind of leading into the, the busy time of year for Apple because we know there's going to be lots of announcements coming very soon. But uh, let's get dig into some news here. We got we got a fair amount of it. So, uh, so the first story I got here is some Mac rumors. Uh, T-Mobile, of course, they've been in the news more for reasons not for this reason, but uh, with the with the cyber problems they've had. Uh, but uh, T-Mobile is offering a free year of Apple TV Plus to select customers uh, starting this week. Um, this offer is for new and existing Magenta Magenta Max customers who'll be able to get 12 months of Apple TV Plus for free. That's in the United States, and they have a promotional page with further details. Um, the offer can even be redeemed by users who already are paying for it. Um, once you redeem the offer, you, you, your paid TV subscription will pause, and your free one will will start after um, after that, and you get 12 months. Um, it does only also only include Magenta and Magenta Max uh, plans, which of course that's the whole I think intent. What T-Mobile is trying to do is get people to sign up for their newer plans. I'm on the T-Mobile One plan. I get a great uh, I got a great rate, and I'm not changing that, so I will I not qualify for this. So you have the Mac, so you should be jumping on this, Warren. What do you think? You can't, because if you're paying for Apple One, then you're bundled, and there's no, there's no, oh, there's nothing for it. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought they would they would they would let you uh, uh, unbundle it and pay just that piece. I won't get. If you saw that, then I'll look at that. But yeah, I, the first time I read it, I thought that you would just uh, get the five ninety. What is it? Five ninety nine per month. But how do you unbundle? You would have to unbundle with Apple, or just tell oh. them that you pay for it. Or or does does T Mobile give give a five dollar credit every month? And that I don't know. I doubt that. And the other question is, yeah. if you know, I guess they're still doing Netflix too, right? So they'll give you if you get T Mobile and right. family, you get. Uh, free Netflix and uh, free right. uh, Apple TV, so that's that's not a bad deal. That, bad that's deal worth giving giving my security info to the world. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I say that jokingly, but it, you know, it really is. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but everything that leaked we talked about already week. out there. It's already out there. So I mean, yeah. I don't. Who cares? But whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Are you are you an t- Apple TV Plus subscriber, Holden? An Apple One, so I have the kind of the same question that Warren does. Um, but I, I don't have T-Mobile anymore, though, so I can't get into this. But PlayStation, they offer six months for free via PlayStation Plus, but not nice. if you have Apple One. So maybe I could do something there as well. I don't know. Um, cool. Apple One's still a great deal, so I don't really mind if I can't get into the PlayStation yeah. Plus or T-Mobile deal. Warren and I are both on the, I don't know if, if you are as well, the uh, the pr- Premier plan, the 30 bucks yep. and covers the whole yeah. gamut. I'm happy with it. I'm even yeah, sharing absolutely. with family. I'm sharing with family too, and they're happy. So they get to take advantage of my two terabytes of uh, yeah. iCloud storage. Yeah. So. iCloud the storage space itself. Yeah. No, I was just going to say iCloud storage uh, itself is, I think, worth the price. Oh, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so uh, if you if you have the opportunity, take advantage of this. Uh, it's uh, definitely going to be uh, a good deal for you. Uh, I do wonder story. how many people oh, go have gotten Apple TV Plus for free since the very beginning without having to pay anything. Because this is, there's been yeah. more free trials and more free offers for Apple TV Plus than yeah. any service I can think of. Now, Apple stopped it for a while, and then I think Best Buy had something, too, or you could get six months just for walking in or something. Or you didn't even buy anything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But, 
I mean, I even was I was setting up an iPad device that I've I've uh, we've had for a while for work, and it has it right in there. You've got a free year of one Apple TV Plus that because it was a new device at the time. So I guess you could let it sit, and then maybe one of the sooner or later you can say, yeah, maybe I should take advantage of that. But it has to, obviously has to be on that device, and your account has to be signed into that device to in order to to get take advantage of it. So. Um, the next story here is uh, Apple shares on Mac Rumors. Apple shares the Morning Show season two trailer. Apple uh, has today shared a trailer for the second season of the Morning Show, highlighting the impending return of the award-winning Apple original drama series. Which, of course, this was one of the very first ones before Ted Lasso. Um, so it's going to only have only ten episodes again. Uh, we'll continue to star Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and uh, and Steve Carell will be part of it, and a lot of the others that are coming back from last year. So they're picking up what events of what happened in season one. Of course, they had to adjust accordingly because of uh, the COVID. They, they had to you know make it real, more realistic the fact that COVID's happening because when they were recording it, uh, uh, it uh, was not. So um, I, I enjoyed the show. I, th- I watched the trailer and I thought it was it, it, it's going to be it'll be fun to watch. I mean, I I, I liked it. Did you did you watch the show at all, uh, Holden? Oh yeah, I loved season one a lot. Um, it's a really good example of a show tackling a very difficult topic, but really yeah. sticking the landing and, and handling it in a very nuanced way. And they seem to be continuing that with, in the season two trailer, talking about um, different issues that are very delicate. But I'm like, if they can handle me too as well as they did, I have no doubt mm-hmm. they can handle any of these you know, other you know, big, oh, yeah. you know, social topics um, very well, too. So I'm, I'm very excited for this season. Yeah, that guy, the guy who's uh, who was running the network, boy, is he he's a. He, he's something. He's yeah. something. Yeah. Um, did you watch the show, Warren? Yeah, oh, yeah. This is how I convinced uh, my wife to get Apple TV the first time around. Oh, she so, liked it? Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of people got dragged into Apple TV with that show. Yep. Um, which yeah. is good. Um, yeah, I liked it. Um, you know, it, it, it went well. Um, sorry about that. Can you hear that? No, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. There's an alert coming up. Um, yeah. No, it's it's good. I'm looking. I didn't see the trailer, but um, I'm yep. going to watch the show for sure. Yep. Uh, start. It is premiering on September 17th, which is next month as we record this. Uh, so, good. Nothing. Something else to look forward to. Then we'll have you know have Ted Lasso and the morning show to watch for the next uh, few weeks in, in, in tandem. So uh, we'll have two shows to watch. Uh, and then of course all the other TV shows are coming out pretty soon here. Um, and I also saw that Spider-Man uh, uh, trailer that, that 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 was on the news today, saying that in, for 24 hours, 335 million people saw that trailer for the new uh, <laughs> Spider-Man movie. So I'm just thinking of that as I'm thinking of a trailer here. So so I, I don't think it's got as that many views, but uh, I, th- I think I think uh, the morning show's uh, got some uh, good following. So. Uh, so that was good stuff here. Um, and uh, ne- next story, this was actually, I, I just absolutely love this. This was uh, Mac-, Mac Rumors last week's uh, Ted Lasso. There was a, uh, uh, this was uh, Ryan Reynolds and Ron McInery demand Ted Lasso bis- biscuits in a satirical letter addressed to Apple TV+. In the latest episode of Ted Lasso, Jeremy Swift's character had Higgins briefly poked fun at actor Ryan Reynolds and Rob McInery's uh, purchase of Welsh Scott soccer uh, should be football uh, club uh, Wrexham AFC last year uh, and then Reynolds and McInerney turned turn around and responded over the weekend by tweeting a letter that sarcastically threatened legal action against Apple, Apple TV over the joke. Uh, so they had a, a really good fun time. And it's in the article here. It shows uh, the letter that, that Ryan Reynolds had uh, put out. But uh, they had a lot of fun with this. It was going back and forth. But it was uh, anything what this did was it created more more uh, uh, people knowing about uh, their team as well as even more about Ted Lasso. What do you think, Holden? I just love Ted Lasso. I think involving Ted Lasso oh, is fantastic. You and me both. It's the perfect show for nowadays. It's 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 so um, positive and charming, and but also bearable. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been too hokey and unwatchable. Yeah. At the but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't. It's it walks that line perfectly. I, I adore that show. I absolutely. I, I adore smile it. every time I watch it. I watch uh, the each episode at least twice each week mm-hmm. just because uh, I can't wait to watch it at Friday but then the wife wants to watch it too and I'm oh honey I didn't watch it yet and just we watch it again and <laughs> I, I don't mind seeing it because I guess I remember what else was talked about um, uh, what, do you th- what do you think Warren? 
Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, you, know, you know, I like Ted Lasso. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, and I do. Actually, I'm going to probably rewatch season two because I've watched it with my wife, but we tend to like talk yeah. during it, which yeah, we discuss it, which is funny and we laugh, but you missed a lot. There's a lot of like under the breath jokes that you kind of miss in the English accent sometimes is not the easiest to understand uh, with some of the characters. So I yeah, definitely, yeah, especially, yeah. uh, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Keely and, she, uh, and, um, and um, uh, the, the, the grounds boy coach who I've uh, been in the guy, uh, Nate. Nate's oh, Nate. tough to hear too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he almost mumbles. Yeah, he mumbles in <laughs> British. And I, I lived in London yeah. too, so I kind yeah, of you know. I kind of know a little bit, but it's been a while. But yes, yeah, so it's hard to hear. So um, yeah, I'm going to rewatch it, and uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll get my wife to to watch the new, the new one. So. And, and, and are we I, all uh, caught up with it? We're all caught up fully. Yeah, we're all yes. caught up. Okay. Okay. No spoilers. Spoiler, yeah, so really. No spoilers. Like, because this... some people may not be. <laughs> yeah, yeah spoiler for like two seconds. Stop listening for two seconds. This whole Rebecca Ted thing that's kind of being teased up right now. I love it. I'm, I can't yeah. wait to see where that goes. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited about that. Banter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah banter. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it going to lead to more than that? Is what we're wondering. So, if, if you yeah, want to yeah. hear spoilers, uh, my, our friend Kelly Gamont is on the, the show once a uh, couple episodes at a time. They do a, a, a full recap of the show called "The Football Life on the Incomparable." If you want to check that out? Uh, it's a it's a great podcast, and they they get some different uh, different guests each week to to, to go through the. Uh, an hour long uh in-depth look at each episode so check that out uh longer than the national episode there you go exactly (laughs) um and uh another story mac rumors uh this week it was on the 24th of august today mark that this marked 10 years since tim cook became apple's ceo tim cook took over apple's apple at a turbulent time when steve jobs was batting pancreatic battling pancreatic cancer and the company's future seemed uncertain questions were widespread after tim cook took over including whether cook could manage in the footsteps of jobs or create a new vision of the future of apple well without uh and without having going on more, you can go further in this. Uh, Apple is not going to change. That's what that's what he originally said. And uh, look where we are now, uh, ten years later. I think Apple is doing muddy fine. Thank you. Uh, the first device that was launched by uh, Tim uh, when Tim Cook was CEO was the iPhone 4S in 2011. I remember that phone very well. I had it, uh, and uh, he overse- he had overseen the development of the device, but was the first iPhone that had launched under him. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, Tim Tim Cook has done a mighty fine job. I'm a stockholder. I think I'm pretty happy. I think many stockholders are, not just me. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think, Holden? I, I have a hot. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think Tim Cook is not just you know kept Apple the way it is. I really think that Apple is better under his leadership than it was under Steve Jobs' leadership. Okay, that's bold. Uh, I know that's kind of a hot. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's not a hot take or not, but. I mean, the, the Apple keyboard issue aside, which is easily one of their biggest blunders, um, and AirPower, yeah. I don't really think it's as big of a deal as people make it out to be, but like their products are rock solid. They've handled mm-hmm. so many transitions super well from the most recent M transition, uh, M chip transition was, I think, handled better than it was back with, in, in the Intel transition from PowerPC. Um, introducing new products like Apple Watch and seeing that evolve over time. And it's like the only smartwatch worth getting. Same with iPad, even though iPad wasn't entirely under Tim Cook. Um, and then the whole move to iPhone 10 and that whole design, like super smooth and great. And just, I don't know, I think he's doing a killer job. And then obviously just the numbers themselves show that he's doing a great job. I agree. What do you think, Warren? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining back when they swapped over that, you know, Tim and Steve had a bunch of conversations of how he's going to be compared to, um, to Steve for the next, you know, however many years, and he, you know, Tim Cook has to, you know, that's that's psychological, and he has to deal with that every day, and you know, people do it, um, but you know, he's he's pushed forward, he doesn't back down, he does what he needs to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a good, he seems like a good leader. I, you know, I hear he can get tough when he's get tough, but not Steve Jobs tough, um, but you know, he's he's also, um, I think he's more of a humanitarian than Steve Jobs is as far as. Uh, you know, as far as uh, um, uh, uh, what's the word uh, when millionaires give away their money? There's a word for that, but uh, he, he's, he's yeah, you know, he's more well, philanthropic than uh, than Steve was. But um, you know, he's a likable guy, and I think you know people will continue. You know, any company when people change CEOs, you're always going to compare one to the other, and that's that's part of it. 
I think you bring up a good point with the philanthropy. I think Steve Jobs have a very hard time navigating the waters of today. I think like yeah. Elon Musk kind of gets a lot of crap nowadays because he's a little too outspoken and speaks his mind too much. I think mm-hmm. Steve Jobs would be in more trouble than, uh, than Elon Musk. Is <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially if, you know, when Steve was, you know, hot, you know, a lot of technology was new, you know, nowadays, you know, he's not going to be as brilliant as he was back then because nobody will, because there's, you know, yeah. we're, we're reaching a point where there's how many size screens can we have at this point? So mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, move on here. Uh, I uh, wanted to talk about the Touch ID. Uh, this is Mac Rumors uh, Touch ID not returning to iPhone 13 despite Apple testing under screen sensor. Uh, despite uh, having tested and worked on the technology, Apple has decided not to include it in the under screen Touch ID sensor in the upcoming uh, iPhone 13. Continuing to leave customers with Face ID as the only biometric authentication option for the iPhone. They had been, Apple had been testing this uh, technology, which would allow the company to place sensor under the display on the iPhone, allowing users to simply just touch their finger to display, uh, authenticate, uh, which, uh, I, I believe Android users have had that for a long time. And so I kind of wonder, it, are they scrapping it because they're just not satisfied with, uh, with the technology yet? Cause we know Apple is very, uh, they were like, they like perfection, want to make sure it works properly. Uh, what do you think, Holden? I think this is, uh, crazy. Yeah, I, I just like I, I thought about it quite a little bit. I think with the whole Android phones can do it, but I think it's refined to a certain like square on the screen. And I, the yeah. rumors I'd heard for the past few years is that Apple wanted to be across the entire display so that users don't oh. have to think about where their thumb is. They can just so maybe they're struggling with that. But obviously, that's all speculation. I have no idea. I don't know if I really care or not, though. Like, no? I love Face ID. I don't even think about it. And outside of masks, I don't see a reason really to bring it back although i did think that maybe they would put it into the um the siri button because that's what they did with the ipad is um ipad air is right. put touch ready there but i guess right. they're not going for that uh, that's what i was going to say too yeah that was elegant i mean i think that would still be an elegant solution too to that uh and i'm surprised that you know well we don't know maybe they will so um you know this is just rumors um but yeah, I mean, with the mask thing, I was hoping that we would be past it, but maybe we're not. So we might need another year of this. Um, the one thing I will say is uh, the new Samsung foldable phone. Um, uh, a couple of reviews came out, and there's a camera in the uh, there's a camera in the glass display, um, which uh, you know we have the notch, and that's how they mm-hmm. got rid of it. So the reviews are pretty bad, from, from what I understand. It's like you, you know, it actually affects the quality of the screen. You could almost see like the square and <clears throat> the square where it is. So my guess is Apple is probably seeing the same kind of things. When you put something underneath the display, it actually affects the display of what you're seeing on it. So yeah, you know, it's probably not perfected yet. And again, if they you know threw the uh, iPhone in with Face ID and Touch ID on the side, that would be that'd be great. Yeah, I, I think so. I I was having a bit of discussion about this with uh, somebody that uh, has an Android and is like, oh, God, I would switch to the iPhone in a minute if I was able to use, I go to do what I can do on my Android just to touch it on the screen. And I said, that's holding you up. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, well, of all the features, that's the yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's really, the one. Yeah. The whole, I mean, but but then he made, he made, he made, and then made the comment that uh, yeah, but uh, everybody I see has iPhones. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's I'm not sorry because that's 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 true. I mean, it's there's. I think all of us probably always notice whether someone has an iPhone or an Android, uh, and uh, it's. Uh, and that's a whole other debate. You know, we know we know how uh, I think Android iPhone is. users might notice more than anyone else. Yeah, we do. The blue bubbles. <laughs> no, especially the text with yeah, if someone's you get in a green yeah. bubble. Um, <laughs> so, well, it'd be interesting to see where where, where this uh, where this goes. Definitely. Um, not three weeks, right? No, it's not going to be coming to the iPhone 13, according to those uh, rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is in 9to5Mac. The new Pegasus uh, zero-day, uh, zero-click iPhone attack defeats Apple's Blastdoor protections. Uh, newly discovered, this was uh, in 9to5Mac. Uh, this was just published a couple days ago here as we record. Um, a newly discovered NSO and Pegasus zero-click iPhone attack against a human rights activist managed to succeed despite 
Apple's Blastor protections, according to a security researcher at a Citizens Lab. It is unclear, however, whether the protections uh, uh, Apple added to uh, iOS 14.7.1 would have succeeded to block the attack as it took place at the time he still had uh, 14.6. So, you know, this is going through the whole thing again. We had, we've had this debate before about the, the this, this zero day, zero click Pegasus attack and is it protecting it? And, uh, you know, uh, it just seems far fetched that this is really um, is is is, it, is this really a, a story? I mean, is it still happening? Uh, what do you think, Warren? Yeah, I think it's just come out today, yesterday, so I didn't really dig into it. But um, you know, again, it's basically you know, scientists discover this kind of thing and researchers, blah blah blah. And until like you know, my my friend Dave from like you know across the street gets it on his phone, I'm not gonna worry about it because it's just yeah. basically making a new story at this point. Yeah, that's my kind of thought too. What do you think, Arnold? I, I completely agree with Warren. I mean, I think there's this misconception of security that like, oh, iPhones are very secure. It doesn't mean they're impenetrable. It just means that they yeah. are constantly updating security, constantly making it better. Just update your phone and you're going to be fine. Like, there's really not much to worry about. Yeah, absolutely. So don't worry about it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, next story, also 9to5Mac. Uh, analysts, Google to pay Apple $15 billion billion with a b to remain default safari search engine in 2021 uh it's been long known that google has been paying apple a hefty sum every year to ensure that it remains the default search engine on the iphone the ipad and the mac now a new report for analysts uh suggests that the payment from google to apple may reach 15 billion dollars in 2021 up from 10 billion in 2020 uh investor noted that uh uh and analysts are estimating that Google payments to Apple will increase uh, to 15 billion in 2022, and between 18 and 20 billion in 2022. I'm sorry, 2021, not 2022, um, based on public filings, of course, because uh, yeah, they have disclosures because uh, they're both publicly traded uh, companies. So looks like Google's here to stay on an app on an, on, on an Apple device, uh, don't you think, uh, Holden? Oh yeah, absolutely. This is an astronomical number. This is insane. This is in yeah. the ballpark of what Apple makes off of the App Store through the 30% cut. It's in that right. ballpark. It's That's nuts. But to Google, though, they make that it's worth it for them because oh, totally. how much money do they make? And they also get data on iPhone users, which is the probably one of the most valuable customers in America right now. Yeah. So yeah. it's worth it for them, but it's a lot of money. Good, Good point. Good point. What do you, what do you think, Warren? Yeah, no. I mean, until somebody comes up with a better search engine, then you know that's that's going to be it. And Apple knows that. So, uh, you know, like them or hate them, their their searches work. And you know, Apple, you know, I'm sure would love to not have to pay that money if they had another way to to do it. But you know, Google is Google. But Apple's not paying it. Google's paying Apple. Um, Right. I'm sure Google would like to stop Apple. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. Didn't mean to correct you, but I, I think I don't want everybody to get confused there. That's right. All right. So the Apple. Oh, yeah. No, just... Sorry. That was. <laughs> <Dinner time. laughs> Save my dinner time. No. Um, yeah. No. That's, I read it backwards. So, because that would actually make sense too for Apple to pay Google to to search, do the search engine for them too. I, mean, I can see it both ways, actually. But uh, yeah, either way, it's, you know, it's the best search engine. So that's what Apple's using and that's what uh, Google's happy to, to give them. And there was, and there was, there was, there was some far fetched thing that someone was saying. Why wouldn't Apple decide to want to to do their own search engine? You know, wouldn't dive right. into to that. I know we, there's been the chatter about that. Uh, I I don't know. That's a lot of work. I don't know if Apple's got the resources or want to put the resources into doing something like that. I wouldn't think they're doing so much with machine learning nowadays that yeah. maybe they're working towards this. They've been prioritizing search a little bit more. Um, in iOS, it's like maybe, but yeah, it'd be a really big investment for them. But I do think that it could be like a big privacy move for them. Like, don't you want to use a search engine that, you know, keeps your information private, but has really good right. search algorithms. Like I use DuckDuckGo. I love mm -hmm. DuckDuckGo, but it is not as good as Google search algorithm. It's just not. I just, I yeah. take that sacrifice and use DuckDuckGo because I like the, uh, I like not using Google as much as possible. Absolutely. All right. Then the last uh, story this week, uh, AirTag. 
gets a new firmware upgrade or update. Uh, new AirTag firmware uh, version 1.0.291 is rolling out to users with no known feature changes or updates. Boy, it sounds like the Apple TV. Unlike uh, <laughs> other device operating systems, the AirTag does not have an update menu to control incoming updates. Instead, the user must wait for the update to install automatically. Uh, this was reported uh, by 9to5Mac and people. And then, of course, those those uh, sharp people out there that uh, see these things um, uh, find this out. And just go in the Find My app and you can actually see what the firmware version is. I don't think anybody's going to really care much because it's still going to function the way it's supposed to. <laughs> don't you think, Holden? <laughs> yeah, I, I would never even think about updating my AirTags. I would never even cross my mind. Yeah, just like the AirPods, the AirPods Pro. I mean, they get firmware yeah. upgrades all the time, and they're in beta too, which I, was one of the few things that Warren would ever touch in beta would be Air, AirPods Pro. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you, you agree, Warren. This is uh, no one really cares. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you, know, you don't you don't know how to update it. You don't know what the update does. Or, you know, with with Apple's you know headlines recently, I'm sure it's doing something scary and nefarious. So yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I, I would go throw them out and burn your airtogs right now because they're they're following you. I'm sure we're doomed. We're doomed. All right, off to the topics this week. As we always talk about each week, beta iOS 15, iPad OS 15, beta 7 just came out like I think like a day or two ago, uh, and they seeded the seventh beta to developers. I believe it's out the public beta is now out yeah this was actually yesterday as we record this uh and it looks like uh, uh it looks like uh, nothing really a big change uh, uh warren you notice anything uh, uh since you updated since uh, the this, beta this week in uh salesforce is a is a good week uh the updates uh, yep this week uh salesforce is working on the beta so it's, it's, it's a constant battle between the test flight Salesforce app and the beta, whether the Salesforce app works on it. Everything else works. It's always worked. I've just had throughout the entire beta cycle, I've had one or two apps that don't work and Salesforce has been one of them. So. Okay. Um, uh, Holden, are you, are you, I, I, know, I think you're on beta. Would you notice anything? Yeah, I'm on beta for all my devices except my Mac. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much it's the same. For me, it's been pretty stable since the beginning. I haven't really had any issues. So mm-hmm. I update just because I know it's going to be better than the last version. It rarely gets worse. Um, so, yeah, it's still good, still consistent. Um, yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. Yeah, it doesn't look like there was much in in the notes to saying uh, what uh, what changed. I don't see too many things. Uh, other well, than we know SharePlay is disabled still. The big, oh, yeah, the big thing right. is, yeah, the big thing is uh, the the Mac uh, uh, Mac OS hasn't been updated in two weeks. This week was supposed to be it. And I'm going to say that for an iOS show because universal support is still, you know, MIA. So, you know, yeah. I'm assuming, I mean, this beta could have the universal control in it, in the iPad OS and the iOS. We'll find out when the Mac uh, OS gets uh, its next beta. Right. But I think SharePlay share is going to be uh, after the release. That doesn't bother me at all. The universal access bothers me. As long as SharePlay is available before Foundation comes out, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be okay. Um, but yeah, under universal control, I'll be severely bummed if that gets delayed. That's going to completely change my workflow. I can't yeah. wait to, to get that. It's the only reason I bought a new iPad. Just, uh, <laughs> it's worth well, it. If it works as well as they say, it's totally worth it. I'm hoping you know, just to have the other screen and be able to drag back and forth on the iOS. Absolutely. That's just, oh, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. My uh, iPad will be a note taking device. It's, 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 that's it's what it's supposed to be. Same keyboard. Quick, amazing. Quick wait. notes. Quick notes. Yep. Uh, yeah. The uh, Watch OS 8 came out. Uh, do you update your watch to hold them to, to the beta? Oh, I yeah, I had to because I love focus mode so much. But if you have your watch on iOS 7 or watch OS 7 and everything else on beta, focus modes hardly work. Because it just mm. um, the watch basically forces them all to go into do not disturb, regardless of whatever focus you're in. Because that's the only focus that the watch has. It, it was a mess. So I had to update to it. I was worried okay. because I've never done beta on my watch and you can't go backwards. You can't go back. Great. Yeah, That's why I always great. tease Warren. He always goes. He he does it right away, and you can't go back. I ripped the bandaid off the first day. Well, uh, one beta cycle, I forgot what watch it was. I had to go back to Apple, and they had to replace my watch because it was unusable with the beta. But Ooh. they did, and you know nobody made a big deal over. But ever since yeah. that, it's been pretty good. So, 
Uh, but so, yep, focus mode, that's a that's a big thing. Uh, TVOS, as always, never anything exciting in there. Uh, I, I never see them announce anything other than it's just a bug fixes. Uh, of course, SharePlay, again, won't work. Um, uh, Siri commands can be uh, can used to launch the Apple TV Plus shows. Uh, I believe that. I think that's new, actually. I don't remember that uh, um, doing that. But uh, one tip with the TVOS, um, I, I, I completely didn't realize it. Uh, you can do, uh, hey, S lady, where's my iPhone? And it actually it, it actually enables that. I tried it. It's like, holy cow, oh, that's cool. this, this, this works. I didn't know that. Just in the beta um, or in general? In general, yeah. I was on, oh, on wow. TVOS 14. Um, you can... Go to Siri and say, "Hey, S lady, and uh, where's my iPhone?" And then all of a sudden, find my that uh, starts pinging it, and uh, and and I think it does it with the iPad as well. Oh, that's cool. The yeah. the big news with uh, the 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 Apple TV usually uh, is not when Apple updates is basically the the news like the Netflix getting spatial audio and Hulu getting 4K, which is the last yep. two uh, the last two big stories for Apple TV on the Apple TV app. So it, you know, even though they're not doing much with it. Other streaming services are, which is good for the for the platform. And we're talking about TVOS. Um, I just on Hulu. You just mentioned Hulu. I watched the the uh, series uh, McCartney three two one. You got to watch it. Freaking amazing. I mean, if you're if you're a Beatles fan, my gosh, I, it, um, uh, he's he, he's being interviewed by Rick Rubin. It cracks me up, guy. He's got the big giant um, beard. And he's barefoot the whole time in the show. He's sitting, they're sitting uh, across from each other. He, just, he crosses his legs. Oh, he's barefoot. Uh, but that guy's a, just one of the most uh, renowned producers. And he's just, just, just love listening to McCartney's stories. And he remembers everything. He remembers what, what they did when they recorded that specific song. They're going with a mixer. And, and it's, hey, look at that sound and that sound. Oh, oh, I want to go back and watch it again. It's so good. Yeah, so there, there, there's a there's a show tip right there. <laughs> All right, uh, and uh, what do we have left in beta? Oh yes, um, uh, what was new with HomeKit in iOS 15? Uh, have uh, have you dabbled with this at all, Warren? I know the HomeKit has a secure video. I don't know too many people have that yet. Um, I haven't I ha- done anything with it. I mean, I, I haven't noticed anything different with it. To be honest with you, uh, yeah. Uh, looks like also it has uh, yeah it'll it'll store a secure video on your iCloud Plus that's a plus plan uh, package dis- detection you know, people uh, bringing uh, packages and delivering it, it, that lets you know it's got a home key or home keys enabled so unlocking doors with that uh, time time based uh, Siri commands can be put into if you want to uh, uh, enable stuff as far as uh, it, it working. So yeah, looks like uh, HomeKit's gonna have some 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 good enhancements. I hope that that looks cool. Um, other feature that did get enabled in beta, and uh, you and I, Warren, were going back and forth about this because I'm still having trouble with it, is the iCloud Plus's uh, new custom email domain feature, which is now available in beta. Uh, you can go to beta.icloud.com, and if you uh, and you have a paid iCloud Plus storage plan, you can personalize your iCloud email with a custom domain name. And uh, and uh, it's now in beta. So you you go in and actually add the domain, add all your MX records, and so it, it's it's not for the lighthearted. You have to have a little bit of knowledge uh, how how things work on the, on the web. Uh, but uh, it, it seems to work for DNS. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Uh, the, uh, going into the DNS man- management in your in your domain registrar or if you're your web hosting, and uh, it's supposed to work, but I'm having a little bit of trouble with with my my host, so I have to try to figure it out. But see, you were able to do it, right, Warren? I did. Um, just to clarify, you don't need uh, any of the iOS or betas for it. I don't no, think you don't. Um, so I I don't know because I have the beta on it, but uh, yeah. So I, I I did have initial. Uh, problem with one of the, the C names. So it, what, what happens is when you yeah. go through it, um, what happens when you go through it, it, it pretty much walks you through and then it gives you a screen of what you need to change your GNS uh, uh, info to and you log into your, you log into your uh, uh, host that you pay for your domain um, and you change it. Uh, and it's, you know, pretty much, you know, you, you pretty much have to remove the old stuff that went to the old uh, host and put in new yep. stuff. But I got it to work. And then after that, it takes a little bit of time. Um, funny story, actually. So, uh, you know, a- after I was finished, it kind of says, congratulations, it's all working, it's all good. 
And then, but I kept sending myself a test email from one email address to my new uh, iCloud address and nothing. So nothing. I'm like, you know, what am I waiting for? And I keep checking everything looks good. Junk mail. Everything was go myself, my emails from myself to myself was going to my junk mail for like, for like the night. So I'm finally, I'm like, what is going on? So I looked into my junk mail and I saw it all going in. And then once like I decided that wasn't junk, I moved it to the inbox or whatever. All of a sudden my send to address showed up on my iPhone. If I got into my iPhone and say like from, you could change it to the new custom domain and send it as that. So it, it, it's, it's it's techie so you know yeah it, i was gonna say it's, it's, a little it, bit of work. it's not for the lighthearted did you, did you try holding that yet or you have a domain you play with uh i wanted one and it turns out my dad wants the same one as me and mm-hmm. but he, he can't get it because some guy in the czech republic already has it or something like that so, <laughs> so we're out of luck i don't yeah. need it but it would pay cool. up yep <laughs> and you can have this domain for four thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> I tried to sell um, mine. You could offer it up on uh, on uh, uh, the website. Uh, what I, GoDaddy. There's a thing where like a marketplace where you could actually offer up your domain and see if anybody wants to buy it for you, and they, they give you yeah. offers for it. Yeah, I, I think I listed it low, and even low, nobody wants it, so I'm stuck with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and don't confuse this with hide my email, hide my mail because that's used for so it would, so when you send out email, it it. Um, that, that allows you to create unique random email addresses when you forward uh, that's forwarded to your personal mailbox. So without having to share your real email address. So that's another feature that Apple's also adding as part of the iCloud Plus, uh, which is uh, cool. I just so, want to have one thing to that real fast too. Yeah, please, please. Something really cool with that too on the beta. When you do that, if you go into, and I just discovered this the other day, if you go into settings uh, and then under, I think it was under iCloud. And then under iCloud again, uh, if you go to hide my email, there's an option for hide my email. It tells you all the sites that you've um, used to create uh, a hidden email. And it tells you what that actual email address is if you want to look at through it. So it's actually mm. really neat to uh, kind of the list of what the ones you've started to. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So. You can create a new domain. That's that's awesome, and be able to add it. And uh, and uh, actually, that's that you know that, and that you don't have to pay for uh, email service if you don't want to. If you just register your domain to your with your with your domain registrar, like I use hover I use hover.com, and if you didn't have it hosted at any website, uh, you you now can use Apple's uh, iCloud servers to host your mail. It's pretty cool. So, uh, all right, let's uh, move on to another topic here. The um, uh, YouTube, YouTube pre- uh, premium. I, I I find YouTube premium to be a, a well worth the, the, the ten dollars a month I pay for it because I can't stand looking at all those freaking ads they have on there. And so anytime I go to a computer that's not signed into my account, it's like, oh my god, look at what I'm missing! These ridiculous ads. So uh, YouTube premium is nice to, to, to eliminate that as well as you can, includes YouTube Music, so you, you have another music service that's in, that's added to it. So I, I find I like it. Uh, not everybody feels to need to spend it, but it's understandable. Um, but this has always been a complaint, and I know there were some workarounds about this, is the fact that uh, you can um, have, you can you want to have picture-in-picture when you're watching a YouTube video, and you want to be able to, just like you could do with any other video source uh, on an iPhone, you can uh, have it up on the screen, navigate to what you're looking for, and go back to your video. So if you didn't have the premium plan, you weren't able to do it. And I pretty I think you could still work around it, but, uh, but it was kind of a... Uh, cockeyed way of doing it uh, but now what they've done is the youtube premium subscribers can now actually enable it and what you do is you just go into your youtube settings and there's just a there's just a enable enable uh picture in picture in ios so uh, i thought this was kind of a cool thing that they they had um, i mean i assume you either, either one of you guys are, are youtube premium subscribers right i'm uh, checking yeah. the settings right now to enable that uh, absolutely 100 percent. oh you are totally okay yeah. yeah, so so you agree with me. Good. Uh, so, yeah, if you go in there, you just go to YouTube.com slash new. Scroll down, and it says picture and picture in iOS. Click try out. Try it out because it's 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 in their experimental features. Uh, but it's pretty oh, slick. Gotcha. It actually... It actually has the videos. It gives you like a nice little full screen at the top of the, of a, of a home screen. Um, and uh, it should be rolling out. 
Yeah, in fact, they said Google that actually did say in June that they're now they announced that the picture in picture support would be rolling out to both premium and non paying YouTube app users. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but some people outside the U.S. have been able to get the experimental feature working, so it's going to be available. Looks like uh, for everybody. Yeah. Um, I think they said I think it's like Apple won't let them charge money for that feature because it's supposed to be a system feature. So yeah. they, they can't hide it behind the paywall. I think that's why it's going to be free for everyone. That'd yeah. be great. I, I definitely want to throw my phone when, a, when I'm trying to watch a video and I have to switch to a different app. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, so check it out. There's there's a link in the show notes for the article on Mac Rumors that talks about this. Uh, next uh, topic I want to talk about is uh, you know a famous leaker, John Prosser, always talking about rumors with Apple, and he t- he tends to be spot on most of the time. Um, Apple is apparently working on an update to Face ID to adapt to a world where face masks are present day in life, day to day to day life, according to a report from John Prosser. And uh, he uh, uh, he says that that Apple is working on a prototype case that would enable Face ID to recognize users even with their masks on. and they said, rather than updating uh, update to the existing software, the report notes that Apple's workaround happens to be a prototype case. The case wraps around the iPhone 12 and has an extra sensor array that sits above the device. Like I want a case that has that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and you look at you should look at this picture that's in the. I have a link in the show notes here. It's like, oh my god, do I really want that on my phone? <laughs> Uh, so they're obviously doing some sort of testing to see what can be done. Uh, so. Uh, I, I and the reason why I brought this up because I, I we had a listener that was asking about how do you actually enable um, an iPhone to open with with a mask on uh, the the real way um, and I was I was talking to her and uh, she had said oh, yeah I can never get my I can never get my iPhone to work with my with a mask on because we're you know and she's always wearing a mask she she had said and then uh, so. Uh, of course, I've got. Uh, you can unlock it by turning it on, but you have to have an Apple Watch in order to do this. Uh, and I've got a link here in the show notes to the, um, the support article from Apple on how to do it, because people t- uh, t- tend to forget that uh, <clears throat> not only do you have to um, have the Face ID and passcode uh, go in there and turn your Apple Watch on, you actually have to enable your Apple Watch uh, um, in order to do it. So uh, something to uh, something to check out to see if. Uh, uh, th- th- if you're not sure how to do it, I'm assuming I both you guys have said that enabled, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it only works though for unlocking your phone. Like if you wanted to do Apple Pay or something like that right. from your phone, you still have to type in your passcode. Yeah, right. Which yeah. makes sense from a security standpoint. But if you use absolutely. your, if you have a watch with you, you can use your watch. That's yeah, the, yeah. Which uh, I could generally do anyway. But I know but, so many people who haven't activated Apple Pay on their watch, and they're amazed to find out oh you my, can do it. Oh it's God. so nice to I'm have. Really, yeah. I love it. My wife, yeah, one of my main purposes of driving an Apple Watch. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember last time I've used cash. (laughs) I'll tell you one thing if Apple could uh, get that case working, if it could could work with uh, my CPAP mask, and I'm not being facetious, I'm being totally 100% serious. I will buy that. Yeah, because I that is a big thing when it's a CPAP mask. I'm laying in bed, I'm trying to uh, unlock my phone, and then it doesn't work so um yeah so i mean we'll well, say i have the nostril mask i don't have the full mask so it actually sometimes I, works for me oh no i have the nostril mask too it never works oh, you, do. you know with the rubber or, you know with, yeah it, no no same way i never it's it's frustrating frustrating when you're, you're right, it doesn't work for me either yep sorry go ahead but I was saying, it's especially frustrating because you're used to not having to type in your passcode like basically i don't think about a passcode at all so it's like yeah. being reminded of this really archaic thing from 10 years ago Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's frustrating, especially at night so, in bed. That would annoy me. It's bad. It's bad. So, so if you're unsure how to, to to do it, if you haven't set it up, if you haven't, you're crazy. You need to have it set up. Uh, we've got a link in the show notes uh, how the real way of doing that is. Um, uh, next topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about iOS permissions. Um, you know, those were added in iOS 14.5, and of course, we, you know, with the, with the allow app to track and the permissions and all that. Um, and what are the iOS permissions that you want to know uh, uh, and want to see if do you really need to have them turned on or not? Well, it was interesting, Jamf, if anybody's not familiar with Jamf, which is a mobile device management uh, so, uh, software that's very popular in the enterprise, um, they uh, they published a report on the most common types of permissions that the po- any of uh, the popular iOS apps on in the App Store, 
and its recommendations on which ones to avoid. Uh, this was in the Apple Insider is, is the article, but there's a published report. If you actually click the published report, it brings you into a Jamf blog that they just published today as, as we record this. Um, and they've gone through some analysis of some of the top four permissions uh, that app requests are, which include things like photos, camera, location, and microphone. And why do these apps need this? And you want to, and, and it gives you a, a list here of what app permissions to avoid. And, uh, and you can download this now. Actually, it's going to, it's going to be having a more in depth look at uh, these permissions. I think this is a really great uh, guide and information about permissions. Uh, what do you think, Holden? I think this is really cool. Yeah, I went through the list. There's a lot of things I didn't know about, like what is encrypted versus what's not encrypted. Um, that was was pretty surprising because you kind of get this idea that everything's encrypted on your device, but it's actually not true. Like the device is encrypted, but not all the content, especially if it's an iCloud. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. But with permissions, um, look, I turn most things off. I don't, most apps don't need my contacts. Most yeah. apps, I don't need them to have access to my photos. Location only do if it's like, Movie ticket app. All right. Well, I'd rather just not have to my zip code every time. I'm fine with that. Or a maps right. application. Like then I'll do it. But other than that, I just I don't need to support my local social media companies. They'll be fine. No. I I, I whenever you get the prompt of what uh, um and what uh uh do you want it to be tracked or not? A lot of times I just say no. But uh, I know Warren, you feel otherwise with some of that, some of those settings, right? Um, um, probably the wrong person to ask. Yeah, I, I, I allow whatever. Um, I figure whatever it thinks it needs, it probably does. Apple vets the store pretty well. Um, the only things I get a little concerned about is sometimes I'll be like, you know, in the middle of nowhere and something will pop up and says, uh, you know, the, 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 the doggy poop app has been requesting your uh, location for, uh, tried to get your location for the last, uh, mm-hmm for a while do you want to allow it and i have to think about that of why it might that might want that but other than that you know uh, i i allow pretty much everything and uh, so far i'm still here um and and fine so and yeah, no men in suits have come to your house and and taken you okay maybe they'll take me someplace better so but, you, know, <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never know but uh, yeah, check out this white. This is it's a it's a white paper. You have to fill out some information, and you know you have to be working for a company. Uh, but there's of course ways around that. You, I don't have to tell you what to do to get that information. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, check that out. I think it's a uh, it's it's a, a great little guide here. And I I haven't really looked at it really closely here, but they have yeah. It's a it's a got some. It's a seven page uh, paper and just gives you some uh, analysis anal- analyst analysis of uh, iOS app permissions. So. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Does um real fast? I don't think there is, but is there anywhere on uh, iOS that tells you what apps you're using, what permissions, like in a nice list, like that are installed on your phone? I haven't seen anything. I don't know if you have. No, I know the apps are the privacy labels, but I'm I, I think there. I think there might be. Let me see. I don't know why I'm. There should be if there's not. There that's should be. Really I think that's idea. a national. I, I thought actually even Android has something like that on there. Like, there's actually a thing well, that Google would put that in there. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, I think there's a national screen and settings that lists all the apps and it tells you kind of what kind of access it requests from there. So, um, yeah, uh, that might be uh, iOS 13. Let's see. Uh, or I don't know if this is an iOS 15 thing or not, but when I went to privacy, the very, very bottom, like underneath, you know, all the options, there's record app activity and you can say save app activity and it will let you know in the past seven days what apps have taken what information. Yeah, yeah that's good. Very cool. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's really cool. Um, so uh, check it out. I think it's uh, well worth uh, the investment to, to have, have a better understanding of this. So, um, uh, let's talk a little bit of tips here. Uh, I, I was always curious to know how to reset AirPods uh, or the AirPods Pro or even the AirPods Max and how you do it. Um, uh, usually the way you do it is that the first thing you do is you want to check your battery. Um, if you go to the back of the AirPods by holding the AirPods case and hold the button uh, on the back, you don't see a light flashing on the inside of the case. It's probably because it's dead. Then you should plug them in, uh, make sure it's adequately charged, and to be able to repair uh, it to your device. Uh, but like I said, find that button on the back of the case. It's that small button, um, and uh, 
and you got to hold that thing down for 15 seconds. The LED light will, on the case will uh, change from white to amber. Uh, you, uh, you can't hold it down for too long, so there's no reason to be worried about that if you, uh, if you, if you have any problems with that. And then, uh, of course, you want to hold that uh, reset button away from your, your, your iPhone, so, you, you're not gonna, so you're, if you're trying to unpair it uh, from the true wireless earbuds, uh, if it's too close, it will just pull in all the same data as before. So. And then once it's reset, simple, just go in to pair them with your device and uh, Cool thing is with an iPhone, all you have to do is flip the lid open and it automatically will see it and want to let you sync it. Because uh, sometimes, you know, and this might even be a good option uh, uh, for you, Warren, and you're always having trouble with your AirPods, Air, Air so you, you might want to reset uh, these things. Well, I and got news for you. I think, I think I did try to get them connected to my laptop, and I'm totally serious. Uh, I think I, because I tried to connect it to this laptop and I think I held the button down for too long because uh, when I opened yeah. up the case, my iPhone said, hey, new AirPods. So, yep. There you <laughs> I go. See? This. Yep. this so is a good it. tip because you did uh, it. I did it already. Let's see how it goes. And uh, holding your, and you got the AirPods Pro. You, uh, I'm sure you're liking oh, yeah. them. I, I love these. I mean, I, I've been so happy that I use this for all my podcasts. And, uh, and, and, and when I want to listen to something that, I use that you know if I really want to get immersed in the sound I use my like my Bose my, my QC I still have the QC35s uh, if I really want to get immersed in my headphone sound um, but uh, you know I use these AirPods Pro a lot and I've got AirPods the old ones and, and I've talked about that before the uh, the battery swapping service I actually had my first gen they swapped the battery for like I think like 60 bucks and now I have a, a backup pair because you know the first gen of course the batteries were shot so Oh, yeah. that that company actually swaps and gives you new cleansed new airpods that go into your into your case no problem so so it's the case uh, and the airpods themselves they replace the batteries on no they replace just the air they put they they, they get they refurbish the airpods themselves not the case oh, it doesn't okay. do the case the case you have to buy separate but mm-hmm. uh but it actually they 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 don't. Even, they already take care of replacing the batteries, but they give you a, a brand new set. You send them the old set, and they'll send you a new gotcha. set. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's uh, a good I think deal. It's called Pod Swap. Is we uh, we uh, you know we we uh, highlight that, and they actually got mentioned on their website that we talked about them too. So uh, and uh, yeah, so so yeah, that, that's the only thing you probably would see. And of course, the first gen AirPods, uh, you you knew the batteries would be starting to to, to start dwindling uh after a few years so uh so so uh check that out that just be aware of that like like warren just learned don't hold it too long or else it's going to reset right <laughs> okay but but it's really easy to re- repair them it oh, yeah. kind of just walks you right through it so that's a good that's a good news of all this oh yeah absolutely um and uh uh other tip here is, uh, you know, the Apple Watch. How, how do you uh, how do you update the Apple Watch? I, I always have a challenge when it comes to updating the uh, the Apple Watch, and 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 the way everybody goes into doing it is you, you actually go into the the Apple Watch app on your iPhone and you check for an update, right? And um, and it uh, and and then if it shows up in there, then you have to download the app, uh, and it will. Uh, go in and download the app. It downloads the update uh, when it, when it's ready to be updated, uh, and then once it's in there, it's supposed to download it into the app uh, on the iPhone, and then eventually say connect uh, connect your your Apple Watch to uh, the charger because of course the the Apple Watch has to be charging right on um, uh, on the charger in order for it to actually send it to, to the watch in order for it to update it. So the that's usually the, same, the easy process when it comes to updating your Apple Watch, but I don't know if you about you guys, but sometimes it just takes absolutely forever to update <laughs> when it comes yeah, to uh, and, yeah, and it, you'd think they'd have a more more efficient way of doing it, but uh, but just everybody you, to be aware that 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 is normal uh, that do exper- you, experience that. I'm sure you have experienced that, Holden, right? Oh yeah, uh, all, all Apple devices. Preparing to update is the longest part of the update. It's always preparing to update. It takes forever. You could also. At least for um, me, that's my experience. I'm oh, sorry. No, you're fine. That's it. No, you could also do the update right from the watch though. Um, they changed that in uh, the last uh, right. uh, watch so you can go into uh, settings on the watch itself and uh, channel and software update, and it'll do it as well and i'm not sure i think all it's doing is mirroring what's on the phone it's not actually doing anything different than just controlling the, the, what you would do on the phone but um 
and usually it's a problem too because you know, when you update your watch, you're updating your phone because they usually come out at the same time. So you have to do the phone first and then the watch. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what I could tell you is Series Zero um, when I had to update that thing. Um, I could go to like California and back. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> it was bad. Um, this the Series Six, not it's not so bad. It, I mean, once you get it connected to a charger, it takes you know twenty minutes. I think. What annoys me with the Apple Watch updates is that I, I think this is probably just because I have an irregular charging pattern, I guess. But every yeah. time I look at my watch after charging, it says unable to update to watch next watch OS update or whatever. And I always have to do it manually. It has never done it automatically for me ever. Um, right. None of my things do. I, I have everything set to like automatic update and you know, I, it doesn't. So I, which is fine. Um, but no, it, it, even like the app store, uh, you know, I have my apps to automatically update uh, on the app store on iPad and on iPhone. Never does. You, you always have to scroll down and see the update. So yeah, it's, it's just one of the things, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it uh, it could be painful sometimes here. Um, other tip here: scanning directly to your Mac with an iPhone or an iPad. We have an article here on uh, Club Mac Stories here that uh, that has a discussion how the the best hidden feature is to be able to scan directly into Finder using your iPhone or your iPad. Um, the the feature is hidden actually behind a three dot button in the Finder's toolbar, uh, and and many people don't use it very often. Have you guys tried this at all? The scanning. I didn't directly? even know this was a thing. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't I aware either. I thought this was pretty cool uh, that you can uh, near the bottom of the menu that drops down in the Finder's three dot. There's an imp- import from iPhone or iPad command, oh, yeah. And, if, yeah. and if you can go in and actually, you know, whatever you've taken a picture of, it'll it'll automatically import it and turn, turn it into a PDF right away through you on your Mac. That is, you know, I just did it. That's really fast too. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. Federico and uh, and uh, John Voorhees are always have some great write ups. And if you aren't if you aren't a member of Club Mac Stories, worth it worth it to be able to get access to some of the great stuff that they talk about. But uh, this is uh, yeah, this was definitely a, a I thought it was a cool tip uh, to check out uh, and uh, and a quick way to get something scanned right to your Mac. So, all right. Well, with that, do you guys have anything else uh, you had on your minds before we wrap things up here? Well, good. Yeah, I think it covers all of it. Yeah, well, I think we we covered a good good amount this week. Let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Uh, and then as a wrap for this week, please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can go to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash DaveG65. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others, but better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Holden, thanks for being here again. We always enjoy having you on the show. Where can we find you? Um, thanks for having me again. Um, I am on the Network um, Podcast, which is a another Apple podcast. Um, we've been talking a lot about just big breakdowns of specific iOS 15 features. Um, so we have a big one on focus modes is I think the most recent one and then notes as well we have a big one on notes now too um, and I'm also at Twitter at Holden Departa oh so you guys did a, an actual uh, thing on notes yeah oh yeah you did a big oh, awesome. on notes alright let's we'll make sure we get that link in the show notes um, to make sure everybody take a listen to that because always 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 something to learn about with notes that's for sure it's a surprisingly um, good application for, for what it, it sure is. It I, use, a lot. I use it all the time. I use it all the time. Yeah. Great. Good stuff. Let's we'll make sure we get that in the show notes so we have to get, get people to take a listen. Yeah, and, I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. Appreciate it. And then, uh, Warren, what's been going on in Mac to the Future? Anything exciting? Well, it's been uh, quiet. People are hot and tired uh, right now. So. Um, hot and bothered? Hot and bothered. <laughs> yeah, everybody's hot and bothered and hot and quiet still. I think everybody's just waiting for September to happen and uh, we'll go from there. So, um, but yeah, but, you know, come over and, you know, talk about anything that's uh, kind of relevant to technology. It doesn't have to be specifically Apple. So it's all good there. Holden, thanks for uh, coming. It's always good to, uh, I, I miss you. It's been a while. Yeah. I'm, it's been a while. It's good to see you too. Yeah. The last yeah. time I think you were, you weren't on the show here. So uh, it's always good to 
get you on. We'll have you back again. And Absolutely. always happy to have you here. And um, and uh, get better soon, Brian. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you.